Hello, welcome to Stupid Science with J.D. Adler and Lisa Booker, originally broadcast on WXKW, Key West, Florida. We've selected out some of our favorite episodes of Stupid Criminals and Science News and put them together for this podcast so you can have a laugh and you can learn something, which are two of our favorite things. So here you go. Stupid Criminals, Science News, Stupid Science. We're back with J.D. Adler and Lisa Booker. And it is time now for some stupid, weird criminals. I've earned this. I've been a good person. And it's time for some laughs. <laughs> for a week. This is, my, this is my reward. Yes. This week we got a lot, of, uh, a lot more weird stories than we do criminal stories. Excellent. But we still, it's, it's, uh, we still got some of the stupid criminals chiming in. <laughs> I've got all, all kinds of good stuff this week. It is a crazy week. As not just, it is a crazy week all over. But we're going to focus on the stupid criminals right now. Nope. 2020's been more normal than any year ever. <laughs> Nothing has happened. Nothing is crazy. 2020, yeah. So where are we starting here? What do we, should we start with? Oh, right. <laughs> so you know when you're driving down the highway? Yep. Sometimes at night you'll see a sign up telling you that there are DUI checks. And, right. Or, or you'll see, sometimes they'll just be saying, giving you like good advice. Sometimes the signs are just advice signs. Drive put, sober. Put down your you cell know, phone. Wear your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Drive 55, all that. Mm-hmm. So. 55, you were so old. <laughs> Whatever. They're, uh, that, that's what these signs are. You know, that you're familiar with the kind of signs that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Well, up in Charlotte County, they had one of those signs up saying, drive sober or get pulled over. Mm. Uh, right on the median, so everybody could see it in both directions, right? Uh, apparently, Bounty Cheremy, age 22, of Northport, Florida. First name Bounty? His first name is Bounty. Oh. His last name is Cheremy, C-H-E-R-A-M-Y, Cheremy. That I guess. should be reversed, Cheremy Bounty. Well, Fix that. You can talk to his parents about that and write a letter or something, but he's from Northport, Florida. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> He's driving down the road, and apparently he didn't see it because he was so drunk, and he ran over the <laughs> sign telling you to drive sober or get pulled over. And he decided just to ride right over that thing, oh. right over it, knocked it over. Yeah, he uh, hazard it. Then batted it. There's glass all over the highway. Mm. This like thing. the General Lee just went right over it. Just right Boy, over that Duke, thing. Them Duke boys, Bounty and Bo Duke, they got themselves in a heap of trouble. On the, on the median. The thing was resting on the median. Of the, it wasn't on the side of the road or in the... He did not want to accidentally drive off on the shoulder. <laughs> so he's like, I'm just easing center. Just I'm going to ease a little bit more in the center. Here's what I think of your advice. These lanes are so luxurious. <laughs> tell me. Mm-hmm. Tyrants, tell me what I can do. <laughs> trying to control my life. <laughs> tell me. Drive right drive. Through. I got your sign. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> if you drove oh. through a do not drink and drive sign in the median... Here's your sign. Oh, my God. Oh, buddy. Oh, oh Bounty. We're going to jump over to Germany for the next story. Just like Bounty did? Go ahead. Just, just jump right over uh, over to Germany, where German police have a bit of a mystery, an unsolved mystery. Mm. Uh, apparently, they found uh, on, their, on their subway system in the southwestern town of Heidelberg a, lovely. a, a case full of, uh, of DNA samples. 
Oh, I don't like the sound of this. You better call Hercule Perot on this. Uh, they found a, a styrofoam box. They they called the bomb squad because they were concerned about this random box sitting yeah. on the subway, right? Mm-hmm. So they get all freaked out. They go and they check it out. It turns out not to be a bomb, thankfully. It was a case of samples. Yeah. They go. So they take it to a lab to get it checked out. What is it? What is these samples of? Mm-hmm. Turns out to be hamster DNA. What? Multiple samples of hamster DNA. Who uses those? They can't figure it out. None of the labs. Right, everybody uses mice. In the town or the surrounding towns, none of the labs are like, well, we we don't have any hamster DNA to begin with, nor are we missing any. None of the (laughs) official. None of the official labs, apparently. Labs use. Yeah. Um, have, have, oh, my goodness. Apparently, Heidelberg is home to several research centers, including the European Molecular Biology Laboratory. But they are and not... And the styrofoam <laughs> contain... They're, you know, used for transport. Don't ask me how I know, but they're they're good... TV. T- yeah, with TV is how you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did an internship. Don't worry about that. <laughs> wasn't yeah. in Heidelberg, and I did not lose any hamster sam- DNA samples. Sure, you did. That's not why but they nobody, had told me to go. Nobody asked you about... And now, all of a sudden, you're just protesting that you didn't lose any. Uh, Nine. They are not mine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to put report Lisa... <laughs> But so yeah, so they're missing, and they, they, so they're now they're like putting out you know requests in the media like you know you're not we need to know who are these came from. Are, are you missing any hamster DNA? We've got your hamster DNA. It's on Facebook. <laughs> it's in the newspaper. <laughs> and their version of lost, found, and stolen Conquer Public. Mm-hmm. They've got a yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Ein DNA sampler. That's not right. And then back in America mm. for some other just bizarre news. In, out of, in Los Angeles. that's where you're going to find it. That's where you're going to find it. Some of it's in Germany, where there's mm-hmm. hamster DNA, and now back in Los Angeles. Unclaimed hamster DNA. <laughs> Unclaimed. <laughs> Forgotten. They were just like, oh, I, left. oops, where did I put Got home. Somebody got home and was like patting down their coat and their, and their pants. Mm-hmm. Like, where did I leave the hamster DNA? Did I leave it at the restaurant? Did I leave it at the office? <laughs> the movie theater. <laughs> Beach. The bookstore. <laughs> Where did I? Oh, no. You ain't living right. How am I going to explain this to my wife? All right. Why um, would she want to know? You should be explaining it to your colleagues. Why would your wife want? You don't know what the hamster DNA was for. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's let's return to America. Let's return to America. Back in Los Angeles, uh, the FAA said, uh, and the FBI said Tuesday they are investigating reports from multiple airline pilots that someone was flying a jetpack. As they approached Los Angeles Airport, as the planes approached LAX. The Rocketeer? They're just like two air, airline flight crews report seeing, uh, seeing this. 2020 has got so bad <laughs> that Iron Man is like, I, I got to come by the shadows and, just, and help you guys out. Here's a, here's a quote from one pilot. Tower? What, what the F? <laughs> Tower, American 1997, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> That's just... Just to uh, let you know, if you uh, look to the left side of the uh, plane, you will see some weirdo. And then another jetpack. Yeah, and then another pilot reports in. We just saw the guy pass us in a jetpack. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know who this is. We hope to God in heaven, it's the same guy. And then um, when they talk to industry experts, jetpack industry expert David uh, Mayman. Mm-hmm. He was, He said he was dubious that it could have been a jetpack because because the technology doesn't exist to get that high. So, but the pilot, I mean, they recognize a guy in a jetpack outside their cockpit. Yeah. They're not. They have. They have to have good vision. That's one of the job requirements. Mm-hmm. 
and and two different pilots say they saw it. So apparently somebody invented a new jetpack. Darn it. And is flying around L.A. One. Yeah, didn't get, didn't get one to me. Well, we've been due these jetpacks for a while. So that's that is very hot. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's cold up there. At about three thousand feet. Yeah, is it's when too high. We didn't we didn't want to go that high. We either get zero jetpacks or we get the ones that take us away thousands of feet higher than we wanted to go. Three thousand feet is what the pilots were reporting. He was spotted at. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, apparently a new record in LAX. Pilots are just like looking out their window. Hey, there's a guy in a jetpack. It's a good thing he didn't, uh, <laughs> he, he didn't get any closer. Yeah. 300 yards or so at our out off the, off the uh, port side of the plane. That is insane. So first they um, gave a little uh, breathalyzer to the pilots. <laughs> and then second, they went ahead and released the story, the new story. So that happened in crazy weird news, and, and that's not you know it's not it's not this is supposed to be the stupid criminal segment, but I I didn't we know where else to list this, <laughs> and it seemed worth sharing with you. We just hope it's a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> aliens. Aliens. That's what it was. It had to be ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. Obviously. If you can see that planes exist, then therefore, <laughs> ancient, ancient aliens. aliens. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm going to go back to Berlin. I should have grouped that together. Better. Godspeed, Jetpack Man. We're going back to Germany for this next we story. We should have just stayed in Germany. I should have stayed in Germany. I should have grouped them together better. I'm sorry. I apologize for my poor organizational skills today. It's okay. I get more, um, I get more stamps on my passport. Go ahead. Uh, so German police were called to the scene of a suspected shooting. Uh-oh. Right? So there are multiple people in this apartment building are hearing shoot. They heard shots fired, mm-hmm. and they were worried, and, and they called the cops. And the cops come to the building, mm-hmm. and they go to the apartment, and they, they, they can't get an answer at the door, so they kick the door in, and they go inside, and they find, this is in Cologne, Germany, they find a guy sound asleep with the TV turned all the way up watching an action movie. <laughs> I'm so mad. How mad were you think the cops were? <laughs> they just wasted all that. They just kicked Every it. element of that. The neighbors, the guy not waking up during the movie, the guy not waking up when the cops are banging on his door. Right. But it was a movie. It, it was, was a, die hard. It was, they were just watching. They did not name the action flick, which I'm mad about. That's just bad reporting as far as I'm concerned. How did you not get the name of the action flick? Crucial facts here. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> he's just. Sir, are you okay? He's just. Is Keanu Reeves in this apartment with you? Oh, it's the movie. It's the movie. <laughs> Wasted everybody's time. And he's just, how deaf do you have to be? How drunk do you have to be that you're passed out? And it's so loud. Great your neighbors question. your neighbors are like. <laughs> Worried for your life. Those, those, those so real gunshots? That's a good sound system, though. I want to know what sound oh, system you yeah, have. got that Bose, that surround sound. Right. Um, back in America. Sleepy McGee. Well, rest, you know what? You just get a good night's sleep there, Sleepy McGee. <laughs> That was that, that was, was me being sweet. That was very sweet. Thank you. I know it was disconcerting. Thank you. <laughs> Threw me off there for a second. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, back here in America, into the Dakotas, Ooh, North Dakota. Uh, so every once in a while we get these stories about people stealing it's- farm equipment or doing something illegal with farm equipment. So, and <laughs> <laughs> all right, that sounded dirtier than I meant it. But um, so apparently, this drunk North Dakota man. So okay. you can't. It is illegal. It is a DUI to drive your farm equipment around. You are driving. I I, did, I wasn't aware of that. That you couldn't like drunk drive your tractor. Country girl knows that you okay. are driving. I I just assumed there was a lot of drunk tractor driving. 
and uh, I don't know why I assumed that, but that was the well, picture if, I had in my head. Well, that's true. If you, and All if you day don't, out in the cornfield. And if you don't leave your property, it ain't none of their business. <laughs> well, this guy made it their business. Oh, come on, buddy. Because uh, he was driving, drunk driving a, a, a combine. Ooh. And he flipped the combine completely onto its roof. Completely upside down like a I don't cartoon know, would do. I don't know. how. That's a pretty wide base. How did you flip <laughs> How it? do you flip a combine all the way over? Did you build a ramp to get you started on that flip? He flipped the combine. It is. Some I mean, we're looking at the picture lever? right here, and it is all the way over on its roof. Did he use some type of fulcrum? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's drunk. That's the, top, that's, that's the theme of this week. That's drunk. That's that, real drunk. You, that is rent, that is driving your car right through a median sign drunk. That is sleeping through an action movie so loud <laughs> the cops come drunk. Okay. That is you completely flipped your huge combine. That's drunk. That's real drunk. That is professional f- drunk. That is professional level yeah. skills there. Right? You get extra points for, for flipping a combine over onto completely its roof. Topped. <laughs> completely over. That's the conversation you Wheels have with your up. wife. Yeah, when wheels like, up combine. Yeah, I didn't finish the work today. I'm back <laughs> I don't know how, how exactly I'm going to explain this. but Yeah, she mad. And impressed at the same time. Yeah. But I bet he's got some friends that'll help him. <laughs> I've been there. I have a feeling he's got some friends that are like, yeah, that was me last fall. <laughs> so, I mean, I, you know that all the guys are going to come over just to see this. And then while they're there, they'll throw some chains on it and get it flipped over. <laughs> yeah, step one, laugh. Step two, help. Yeah. Friendship. Take lots of pictures because mm-hmm. you're never going to live this down. <laughs> I've never cared about social media before my life, but I get it now. I get it when my daughter takes pictures of things and puts them up on the internet. <laughs> yeah, because this is going up. <laughs> you are never going to live this down. like a nice John Deere, nice green one. It's been a pretty penny and then flipped it. <sighs> What else we got? Oh, we got a... Impressive. Oh, is he okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. <laughs> of course he was. He's drunk. He was drunk. He didn't get a scratch on him. A flipping course. His muscles <laughs> are <fine>. loose. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah. Um, another crazy drunk story in Sioux Falls. <laughs> this is like drunk news this week. This is, is what, what this I'm is. saying. Uh, Sioux Falls, Iowa, where a man... Let me just read you the opening sentence of the article. Because okay. from KSOO, uh, Talk of Sioux Falls, Iowa... Uh, KSOO.com. Kasoo. You know you've had a rough night when you've had a bunch of people over to your house, and then the next morning, you don't remember you were stabbed. (laughs) 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 Apparently, a man in Sioux Falls, Iowa, woke up. Dakota News Now is reporting. That's Uh, drunk. (laughs) The authorities called the 23-year-old man's home uh, because he was... Stabbed, and uh, when they asked him how he got stabbed, he does not recall. <laughs> yes, he just woke up with this. It's a it's a minor injury, but it is a stabbing injury. <laughs> I just I've done a full puppy head tilt, just trying to process. That's drunk. Unable to tell police how he ended up getting injured. I'm pretty sure I did not have this stab wound before the party. Only detail he can remember: there were several people at the house the night before. And he got into a fight with one of the guests. Oh, okay. I'm thinking maybe that is somehow connected to the stabbing. <laughs> Perhaps. You think, you think so, officer? I think there might be a connection between those two things. You guys, you but guys I are don't smart. know. I'm not a detective. You guys are I'm, smart. I'm just thinking maybe. So you, oh, he probably had this was the one that had the knife. 
Oh, my God. Okay, well, he's going to be all right. Down in Louisiana, there's, there's, there's been a lot of different... I got you guys stepped. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I, just, you know, what? it's Wednesday. Wait, what? <laughs> Down in Louisiana, you know, there's been a lot of protests going on around the country. Yeah, a little bit. Some of them have been peaceful. Some of them have been hot, not so peaceful. A little bit. Craziness. Some people have been getting upset hurt. about the protests and mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Louisiana woman decided to do something a little different. She didn't want to get involved in all that, but she wanted to get her voice heard. Okay, nothing wrong with that. So uh, Peaceful. So last Saturday, a week ago Saturday, she went to, uh, to her mayor's house in Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette. And she set up a grill in front of the mayor's house, started grilling some burgers and hot dogs, and let him know she wanted him to come out and talk to her about all the, the, you know, the about a shooting that left a black man dead earlier this month. She had burgers? She had burgers and hot dogs. She just mm. wanted to talk. Mm. She wanted to have a talk. She set up a barbecue. She was like, I just, I'm here. Here I am. Have mm. Come have a meal with me. Break some bit bread. Uh, she probably had some of that Lori seasoning salt on yeah. the burgers. Nice. Yeah, there you go. There's a picture mm-hmm. of her. Lisa can see. They're sitting there. Burning. Nice little, little, little like middle it. age. Well, maybe a little past middle age white lady hey, sitting there. ain't we all. Got, got the burger. <laughs> And uh, oh, that, you know what I'm saying? Harmless. She's in a T-shirt. Apparently, the mayor did not want to talk to her, oh. and instead sent the police to arrest her. And she got arrested for blocking the street with her barbecue. Well, her tiny little cute little grill. That's that's Peaceful. pretty. That's rough. That's tough there. That's you know, you, man, someone offers you barbecue. And Go you outside respond. and get a get, a, get, get a, a burger. Get a street hot dog. Get a burger. Mm-hmm. She got a burger. She got hot dogs. Take a get a burger what are you, a and vegan? then turn your back and walk back in your house. What's wrong with you? Someone offers to break bread with you, and you have her arrested. I ain't turned down no burger. But rough. It is rough in America right now. Called the cops, and Can't the cops said, "Yeah, you are in violation of the law. Yeah, we're going to arrest you." Yes, you, she you didn't are. She get booked or anything. She's a threat to society. She didn't get processed. Yeah, she book. she got arrested for blocking the street. Oh, I thought maybe like in the loosest term, arrest and took her in. No, no, they, they took they, her in. They charged her with charged obstructing her with the throughway or whatever, the proper terminology. I already closed out the article, so I can't see, see the proper term. But Pardon me was hoping, you know, because I'm the eternal optimist. That she, yeah, that's what you're known for. Yeah. That <laughs> she, um, <laughs> you know, was just taken in. And then they were like, all right, you can go home. No. That's dirty. dirty. What happened to the hamburgers? I'm assuming the cops ate them. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna assume happened. <laughs> I mean, I, just let I don't that... know why that makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm gonna assume as they're like arrested, as they're putting <laughs> her in know, the they bag. Were, they were at a burger in one hand and her mm-hmm. arm in the other, and they're like, "Get in the car, lady." <laughs> no, these are good burgers. Thanks. Ketchup. <laughs> you didn't bring any ketchup. Criminal. Oh my god. My mom makes a much better barbecue sauce than you. I just want you to know that, convict. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! What else we got? Oh, this is from the Detroit Free Press. Well, this is actually this. Where the hell did this happen? This mm. is a crazy ass. Oh, oops, excuse me. This is a crazy story. Okay. That happened um, in Southfield. Southfield, where? This is in the Detroit Free Press, but it says Oakland. Yeah, this is in Oakland. Crazy. I know. What? Where are you going? Just moving around, getting comfortable. Lisa's getting comfortable over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm finding out where things happen. It was happening uh, in Oakland, reported in oh, Detroit. Oh, no, no, no. Now I got it. I'm so there's, there's like three different city names here in the beginning where they're trying to give credit to all the people because they took it from some other source. Mm-hmm. Southfield, Michigan. I finally got down to the final. Mish. Southfield, Michigan is where this actually occurred. Mm-hmm. Where a Southfield paramedic 
is on the scene where a woman has having some medical trouble, and he can't get a, a response right away, so he calls the doctor and is like, I need you to declare this woman officially dead. Okay. When, oh. And the doctor, he, the doctor's like, are you getting a, you getting a pulse or anything? He's like, nope. He's like, all right, declare her dead. He declares her dead. Rest in peace. Which was weird because later on at the funeral home, they discovered that Miss Tamisha Beauchamp was alive when she gasped for air as her body was being prepared on the table at the funeral home. I quit. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. She wasn't dead at all, it turned out. For everybody involved, the paramedic for this, uh, the the worker at the funeral home, but I think most importantly, for this woman. Now, the... um, the she fire, also woke up stabbed. The, the, the fire chief says uh, that his, you know, he understands everybody's suffering, but there were, his paramedics followed the proper procedure. There were no signs of life. Uh, but according to the state regulators who are investigating this, um, this at no weird. point did Storms, the paramedic, attempt to verify circulation or respiration. Which is an essential part of determining whether or not your patient is alive, verifying that they're breathing or they have a pulse. Sounds like With work. such a device as a, a stethoscope. But it's already, but it's all the way over there in that van. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, and my shift's almost over. She so looks dead. She looks horrible. She, she should be dead. Family members said, yeah. that were in the home at the time, mm-hmm. said that the, that the, Beauchamp, the person we're talking about, the patient, the victim, whatever, appeared to be breathing and had a pulse. <gasps> there were human beings saying, wait, I think she's alive? Yeah, he placed her, the, pa- the paramedic placed her on a monitor, which showed electrical activity and, reveal- and revealed she was not deceased and took no action at this time. Okay, this is not a weird mystery. This is just a dude who's like, oh, this job is too much for me. Uh, this happened twice, and both times... Storms, the paramedic, failed to recognize the patient was still alive uh, and indicated that chest movement was normal due to her medication. This is what he suggested to the family. She taking that zombie X? <laughs> right. I don't know what medication right. that would be. That 800 would milligrams of undead and all? And then he later uh, uploaded his report twice, altering it the second time that he... Yeah, I bet he did. I bet he did. Huh? <laughs> Let me just delete. So delete, basically, delete. he misled the doctor who was because a doctor has to make the official declaration. A paramedic can't. So he misled the doctor, giving him false information in order to get the patient declared dead, even though there were signs directly in front check. of him that the patient he was not dead. Ignored the signs in front. Check. He ignored <laughs> the machines. Check. And he ignored the other humans. Like she did. She breathed. <laughs> she breathed. Really, and then took her to the funeral home. Why did he want her dead so bad? Then just like the, why was he? But he didn't do anything to kill her. He Mystery didn't, is other than failing up. to treat her. But this is the best Quincy episode, right? Ever. This is crazy. What kind of? How do you? I don't he understand. I have so many effort. questions. I can't even get them out. Like, right. how does that happen? First seemed like incompetence, but then it's like this is a lot of effort to ignore everything around nope. you. Not alive. Shut I'm up. not dead yet. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> not dead yet. <laughs> I'm only mostly dead. <laughs> oh, what a weird. That is a weird story. That's a lot of. Darn it, sir. Yeah, that happened. And that happened in Louisiana. And she woke up 
<laughs> or no, I'm sorry, that happened in Michigan. I keep getting that location. I'm having trouble with the location. Or was it Detroit? There were like 15 city names. It yeah. was Germany. Oh no, how that happened? Because yeah, that was weird. At the top of the page, it said Oakland, and then but but the heading was Detroit Free Press. But then you dig. I had to look into the caption for the picture to find out that it was in in Michigan. Because everybody understandably is grabbing this story. Everybody wants to repeat the story, including me. (laughs) This is crazy. I just, she woke up on the table. What the? Yeah. Yeah, that must have been uh, shocking for her. I I would imagine. Matt, could you imagine that? Just waking up and you're in a funeral parlor? One minute you're partying with your friends and the next minute you're in a funeral parlor and there's a guy standing over you with a knife about to cut your chest open? No, thank you, sir. I can't picture that because that is a stress dream. <laughs> it's a recurring nightmare. It will be now. If it wasn't before, you're welcome, Key West. <laughs> Here to help Keyword Radio. Oh, and here's a here's probably another recurring nightmare for Floridians. Okay, we're here to help. <laughs> we're here to help. This is our final story for the segment. To um, freak you out. Up in Jensen Beach, Florida, a man was bitten by a nurse shark. Which, you know, are, are fairly small sharks, right? They never bite. Go ahead. Well, oh, they never bite? This one bit down so hard on his arm, it would not let go. And so he's, he's sitting there, like, waving this shark around on his arm, and it won't let go. And every time he tried to grab it and pull it off, yeah, it would bite down harder. <laughs> and it just would not let go. Um, and he's, like, hanging out. He's, like, it's, like it, it doesn't hurt. He's, like, taking – he's smiling and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Uh, – Whatever his name is, I this guy. I feel like he did something to make the Jeremy shark bite Porter him. of Orlando. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jeremy did something to make the shark bite him in the first place. Oh, it's funny you would say that. Jeremy Porter of Orlando told Fox 35 News that the unnerving incident all started with a bet. <laughs> his friend bet him $100 to grab or touch it. Yeah. And uh, he grabbed the shark and it bit him and grabbed on and just <laughs> money well earned <laughs> you genius for a hundred dollars yeah. yeah he earned that hundred dollars yeah i know i know two things i know florida mans and i know nurse sharks and yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah so <laughs> oh i'll take that bet i'll grab this shark dumb dummy <laughs> eventually the shark just let go and it was released back into the ocean about 20 minutes after that. They let that shark go. So yeah. no, no sharks were harmed in, in this bet story. <laughs> it was just doing what it do. Yeah, you go and you start poking at a shark uh-huh. and then you get bit. Yeah. This you, is not news to anybody. <laughs> which is kind of true for anything on the planet with teeth. You go poking at it, you get bit. You get bit. Don't poke a shark. Kids, <laughs> it, all, it all started with a bed. Oh. And it all started with a bed. Here we that's, go. That's the, the, yeah, that's definitely the title of, of a lot of people's stories. Yeah, yeah. So in that, Florida, that's a, that's, a chapter head. <laughs> it all started with a bed. <laughs> the year was ni- 2020. Picture it. I was sitting at the beach in a pandemic, <laughs> hanging out with my buddies. <laughs> Nurse sharks went by. Anybody my buddies say? said, I dare you to poke it. How much you get? <laughs> How much money are we talking? Worth it. Next thing I knew, I was famous. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> it was the best day of my life. <laughs> All right, on that note, it's time for your musical interlude. Zippity bop, zippity boo, bibbity bobbity boobity, zippity zippity boo, yeah. Jazz hands. Welcome back. Science. Science news. And we start off in Africa, where there is a UFO. Where you bless the rains. There is a UFO in the Congo. 
UFO in the Congo. I'm not making that up. They found there was a UFO in the Congo, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Goma is the name of the town. An unidentified flying object parachuted into the dense Congo jungle to the confusion of local authorities yeah. who detained two people for questioning. <laughs> um, I don't understand really why they detained people, but there was... Yeah, I'm, I'm holding you for a while. I have some more questions. <laughs> just, just because. Yeah, I have some more questions. I want you to sit down. Where do you think you're going? Uh, images shared on social media showed people inspecting a large silver-colored con- contraption fitted with solar panels and wires which had landed on the tropical forest of the Besueli province in the Northern Democratic Republic of the Congo, trailing a large deflated balloon. So I think it's safe to say Earth origin at this Mm. point. Okay. Um, Slightly more identified. Locals alerted security services after it fell to Earth around 1 p.m. local time. On Monday, uh, Besueli Governor Valentin Singa told Reuters, Reuters, excuse me, after visiting the site around 10 Mm -hmm. Around six miles south of the province capital, Buta. He says, I'm not able, this is a quote, I'm not able to say exactly what kind of device I observed. What intrigues us is that neither the intelligence services nor the local aviation authorities claim to have any information on, on the overflight of Congolese airspace by this aircraft. Police detained two people, a Congolese and a Pakistani national, who arrived in Buta with the purpose of searching for the device. Hmm. <laughs> The mystery was later solved. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday afternoon, when the Loon, truth was out there, when Noon, a subsidiary subsidiary of Alphabet, the comp- the parent company of uh, Amazon, okay, claimed the object. I can confirm that Loon executed a controlled landing of one of our stratospheric balloons in this region. <laughs> so Amazon lost control of one of its satellites. Can we have that back? <laughs> I'm I'm need I'm gonna need that. Back. <laughs> need that back. Oh, it doesn't say whether they released the two people or not. <laughs> we still have some more questions. Where are you going? Um, okay, so that happened in the con- a UFO in the Congo. Yeah, Amazon is causing a havoc in the Congo. Come on, me. So we uh, were, we were upset about their drones. We're gonna need that back. Yeah, <laughs> but so, yeah, the whole country they're they're like nobody told us. Oh yeah, we <laughs> we don't we don't consider you like a real government, so right. <laughs> we just went ahead and did this. Oopsie daisy. Oops, and so they responded by arrest. So that happened mm-hmm. in. Uh, but they, so they had this like balloon controlled um, monitoring device, yeah, and which provides uh, it's designed to provide communications, internet communications in that region. Excellent. And then that's what it the device does, and the balloon I guess deflated. That sucks. And they did a controlled landing in the Congo. Without and everybody's internet was down, so they couldn't even post it. Right. And, so, and they didn't bother to tell the Congolese government. They just showed up and they were like, yeah, we're going to go. That's ours. And the Congolese government's like, well, you can't just land stuff in our territory. Yeah, but once we have uh, tw- three times as much as your uh, GDP, we don't tell people. <laughs> we don't that. tell people because like, yeah, we're a wealth- Amazon is a wealthier company than mm. country than, than the Congo is. Just sad, but true. Anyway, in other news, getting more into science. into more hard science. So, apparently, uh, in, there's a, a report in this, the most recent journal, Nature, mm-hmm. the most recent issue of the journal, Nature, where they did an experiment. So, if you have gas, obviously... Shut you, up. How dare you? <laughs> you have a, a gas mm-hmm. in a container. Yep. Right? And obviously... 
gas would want to be on top of liquid because mm-hmm. liquid is more dense. Right. But if you mess with it a little bit, shake it all around, you can get the liquid to float on top of the gas. Right. And so the researchers cool. did this. They bonds and liquid. They and they, and mm-hmm. they put little toy boats in it. And they got the boat to be flipped, the little toy boat to be flipped upside, upside down, down inside. So the boat was sailing mm-hmm. on the underside of the liquid. Right. Just like it would on an ocean on top side like you would expect it to. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lighter gas abo- uh, underneath the denser liquid. Right. And so it just sailed in the liquid upside down mm-hmm. um, as an... As you would expect it to, if it was right side up, because right. the gas is of lighter density mm-hmm. than the liquid. Uh, physicist Emmanuel Fort and colleagues observed the effect by injecting a layer of gas underneath either silicone oil or glycerol and shaking the don't they know and shaking the container. The researchers use these thick substances because keeping a liquid aloft requires vigorous shaking, right. with larger pools requiring stronger vibrations, and running fluid like water would slot and blah blah blah. Um, Mm-hmm. And so they, they, they were just proving the, the theory. Very cool theory. That and it has buoyancy and gravity and how this affects each other with the density. And so it's just a cool little, fun little... Nice little visual to... Display, work. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Teaching tool. Yay. As it were. Um, and moving on to even... As we move we move from the, the light thing, lighter things to more serious and harder uh, science news. I can handle it. As we're moving along. I love it. So researchers at the Mount Sinai Hospital, Mount Sinai School of Medicine, Mm -hmm. have identified specific subpopulations of brain cells in the prefrontal cortex, the the center of your, uh, the the front of your brain, the median area of that, that regulates, that regulates social behavior. Yep. And are required for normal. Very complex social behavior. Yeah. And are required for normal sociability, Mm -hmm. being a normal person. In groups, right? Uh, as an adult, mm-hmm. and they are, and they discovered in their research that it is profoundly vulnerable. It it can be really messed up in if you if you isolate people. Well, they're, they're the the experiment was done on mice, but if you isolate someone when they're a child, right? And it can, I mean, we you know you can mess someone up for the rest of their life when they're a child. We this is something we all kind of know. But they were proving how if you isolate someone, if you these mice, if you isolated them when they were a child, yep. the, the, the part of the brain that was responsible for social interaction mm-hmm. would not develop properly. Not just mildly less developed, but critically underdeveloped, is yes. what you're saying. Um, but that wasn't... Stop looking at me when you say stuff like that, just because <laughs> I moved around a lot. My best friend was my mommy. So, yeah. And so, for the rest of their... They were not able to interact with the other mice. Mm-hmm. But then they were found. Didn't, uh, wait, couldn't or just chose not to? I'm looking at you. <laughs> looking at me. Isolated mice who, my fellow isolated mice who were like, well, we just choose not to interact with our fellow mice. But then they also found that with certain treatments, they were able to uh, rapidly repair those centers of the brain. Mm-hmm. And Is re- it alcohol? <laughs> it was not alcohol. Huh. They did not determine that alcohol was helpful to socialization at all. And brain but with uh, weird. What they called optogenetics mm-hmm. enables researchers to stimulate particular neurons in freely moving animals with pulses of light. So rather than doing any kind of surgery on them, they just used pulses of light 
Um, and they also used chemogenetics, which allows non-invasive chemical control over certain cell populations. So by giving them some drugs and by giving them flashes of light and stuff, yeah. they were able to alter this center of the brain that had been damaged by isolating them when they were ch- kitty mice. What do you call a young mouse? Is there a particular word? Like a mouselet. A mouselet. <laughs> they were when they were mouselets. Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to increase social act interaction in these mice once the light pulses or drugs were administered to them. That is very interesting. Yeah. So they turned them... To extrapolate that on how it can benefit us humans. Exactly. And that was the point of the study. Mm. It was not just that they could screw these mice up, but then, then they could fix them later on. Yeah. And so... It's called parenting. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on? Mm-hmm. Um Energy, energy science, you know, trying to find new ways to generate You know, you are speaking my language. If there's one thing I love, it is energy. It is new energy. It is clean energy. Yeah, and if there's another thing you love, if there's another thing you love, it's video games, right? I love me some games. And I'm going to bring both of those stories, those concepts together for you here in this next story. No one can. This is from Northwestern University, um, where they, where researchers developed the first ever battery-free energy harvesting interactive game it looks and feels like a retro 8-bit nintendo game boy you remember the game boy mm. so they made some that device that looks like a game yeah, everybody boy. looks like they're made of squares it's got a it's got no battery it's got no plug-in thing it has a solar panel on it mm-hmm. and um, it's got a kinetic energy charge so that when you push the buttons when you're play, actively playing the game yeah that also it is charging it. It is also charged. It takes energy from the pushing of the buttons. What? So those two things together continuously charge the battery between the solar panel and the pushing of the buttons. What games do they have? Do they have like sideway jumper games like Mario, or is it like uh, sideway fight'em games like uh, Street Fighter? Actually, I want to play. Actually, play. actually, in the fourth paragraph of here, it says, Dr. "Tell Mom. Lisa yep. these are the games." They they took time out to list the games they for Lisa excited. Booker. Yeah. So I have a list of games here for you. Um, <laughs> um, so they, but they did. They designed out this whole game. That and, is exciting. But most importantly, they figured out a way to make this device run without any a- external power source. No, you don't have to plug it in. You don't need batteries. It runs forever you on are its own. Running it. Oh, yeah. I, you are powering it. Yeah, you are the power. power. The, the player is the power. I source. am the power by the power of Bray Skull. I so. love everything about that. And yeah, in in a more um, in the more um, active the game of a Tomb Raider, where you're literally running and jumping and reaching up as if you're scaling a wall, and yeah, yeah I think you're getting a little what, more. That's it, the future, but I mean, there's a way to, you know what I mean? Harness they more energy when they discuss how how efficient it is mm-hmm. on a not too cloudy day, and for games that require at least moderate amounts of clicking, gameplay interruptions typically last less than one second for every ten seconds of gameplay. Researchers found this to be a playable scenario for some games like chess, solitaire, Tetris, Mm -hmm. but certainly not for action games. Not today. But, you know. I would dominate in Tetris. Right? They would never turn off. Tetris is my jam. Girl, I I, I wouldn't want to have to embarrass you by playing you in some head-on head Tetris. And we're going to wrap up this show early so that I can whoop. J.D. Adler in any game he can think of. Tetris. 
Mm. You won't last. You won't be able to take it. Okay. All right. The challenge is on. Mm-hmm. You get some of those sideways L's, you won't know what to do with those. I've seen you try to pack up a box. You, there's no way that you can play Tetris. All right. Next up in our stories here, i got the rest of these out for you before we have to do a story about Lisa murdering me. No, enjoy your jokes. I want you to have, some, I, I want you to have something to think on fondly when you are in the hospital recovering from being beaten up. You you'd heard like, her threaten me. You'd be like, it was joke was worth it. The Karolinska Institute, uh, have I say, researchers have identified a small neutralizing antibody, a so-called nanobody, that has, <laughs> that has the capacity to block COVID from entering human cells. What is happening? I, I'm just reading you what's on the paper, the Karolinska Institute. Um, they believe this nanobody has the potential to be developed as an antiviral treatment Change against COVID. shape. This is in Sweden. The Karolinska mm-hmm. Institute is in Sweden. Uh, this nanobody can block COVID from entering human cells. That's what they're saying. I wonder if it, like a key, can connect to it to stop it from being able to attach. Who knows? Um, they got it from an alpaca. <laughs> of course they did. Uh, the, uh, the alpaca's B cells, they a type of cell white blood cell. They didn't get the cell from the, they got the formula from an alpaca. <laughs> Knocked on the door. Try this. <laughs> what? There's a there's like a pack is walking around doing research yeah, in yeah, Sweden. Yeah. Is what you're that's saying? A, yeah, there's one way to interpret that sentence. They got it from an alpaca. <laughs> oh, I see. Mm-hmm. He told them. <laughs> I'm sorry. They got the cells from an alpaca. They oh. took cell. They harvested B cells, I'm which are type of now. white blood cell, from an alpaca. Oh, I hear it now. Um, they they cloned, enriched, and analyzed nanobody sequences from this alpaca um, to determine which nanobodies were best suited. Um, there's one, this Thai one, which is named after the alpaca Tyson that they took it from. So it's called a Thai one, T-Y-1. That's adorable. Um, they officially neutralize, it officially neutralizes the virus by attaching itself to the part of the spike protein that binds to the receptor. That's what I thought, like a key. And, uh, yeah. Like Tetris, it snaps onto it, and now that it's a different shape, it's the wrong s- shape to attach to a cell. That's... Basically, it, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's a perfectly good an, uh, explanation, an analogy yeah. uh, for, for our purposes here as Who to what's gonna, happening. Right? Who's going to be a genetic engineer? Who's got two thumbs inside? No, that's way too much chemistry. Um, I'm going to go with you. I, is that, was it you? Yeah. All right. She was pointing at herself there, by the way, for those of you at home who can't see what's happening. Everyone knows what my thumbs look like. <laughs> It made no sense. It just keeps making less sense. It I love sense. it. But that's fascinating. Out in Sweden, they may have... I mean, if this Thank is... Thank you to that alpaca that walked it that over yeah. to them. Alpaca Tyson may mm-hmm. have saved the human race. Thanks, Ty. From, from coronavirus. Um, I don't know how long it takes to reproduce nanocells or whatever they're calling them, nanobodies. Yeah. Uh, and then nanobodies. Sp- nanobodies and then spread them around. But... Uh, We'll just leave them in styrofoam containers and just picked up <laughs> on across the, the world. Yeah. Thanks. We, uh, we put them on, we rub them on some, on some marijuana, and then pretty soon they'll be spread all around the world. Rub them on some lying. drugs. You ain't lying. Actually, if we just call People them... People love actually, that stuff. If we call them drugs and make them illegal, they'll be everywhere in no time. <laughs> That's what we got to do. I want it. <laughs> That's how you do it. Tell me I can't have this. Tell people they can't do it. 
and then it'll be everywhere in no time. We'll fight that is the, that's how well we need that's to do. That's how we save the human race. That's how we save the human race. We, t- we can find this cure-all mm-hmm. and then tell everybody it's illegal. You They're not allowed to have it. Look at me. You it's cannot taboo. have this. <laughs> and that's how we save the human race. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got going on? University Science. of Chicago mm-hmm. found a potential link between vitamin D deficiency and contracting the coronavirus. That's because there's a link to vitamin D deficiency and everything. <laughs> Basically, humans vitamin need D more vitamin D. Vitamin D is amazing. Yeah. Take more vitamin D. Is and what get they're out saying. in the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 489 U-, U Chicago medicine patients, 489 patients at the University of Chicago uh, found those who had a deficiency in vitamin D mm-hmm. went untreated and were nearly twice as likely to contract COVID when compared to patients with normal levels of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's... Get that D. That's fine. That's, I mean, that's 489. That's not a huge study, but it's not a tiny one either. So, there you go. Yep, yep. There you go. There's some information. Take some vitamin D. Get that D. Oh, (laughs) get get that D, ladies. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, always consult your doctor. Don't listen to radio hosts before doing anything with medicine. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to put that out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) for uh, legal purposes. (laughs) Do exactly what we say. <laughs> Don't do what we say. Do what your doctor says. Uh-uh. Uh, as a general rule, none of my advice is uh, should be considered expert. Uh, what else are we doing? Cowards. <laughs> Listen only to a radio host. Uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, this is... this. So the moon apparently is rusting. This is a story from NASA. Oxidation? Yeah, it's oxidizing. They couldn't figure out why it was oxidizing because there's no That's atmosphere. That's a great question, right? <laughs> there's no atmosphere on the moon. How can it be oxidizing? Mm-hmm. Did we right? leave, we left stuff up there? So apparently there are mm-hmm. there are apparently for, there are three key ingredients. First of all, the Earth's magnetosphere. Yeah. It like it tr- it doesn't stay put exactly around the Earth. It like trails behind like a tail. Right. And so it drags like some of the uh, the uh, the elements that are earth- in the Earth's atmosphere with mm-hmm. it, and sometimes the moon trails through that as it's circling around us. Got it. And so some of the oxygen from the Earth mm-hmm. gets onto the moon. It scraped it up. And there's uh, more of it on the. And they know this is they're they're pretty sure that this is the how the oxygen is getting there because okay. there's more on the Earth-facing side than there is on the dark side. Got it. Uh, though there is still some on the other side, which they also find confusing. Um, how I got there at all, but um, there's hydrogen being delivered by the solar winds, mm-hmm. and then there's water as well. But there's the, there there the water that comes that exists in the craters right. is nowhere near where the rust is, so they don't understand. But now their best theory, their best hypothesis, best guess really, is yes. that stuff from space. Um, that has water, like frozen bits of water that's flying through space, uh, coming off of asteroids or comets or whatever, that crashes Smacks into in. the moon. Okay. Um, is where the water is coming from. Gets smacked with some watery but asteroids. Th- okay. But they're still not 100%. They're not... Con- Just guessing. They're, they're, basically, that's their best guess. And they're still doing Educated more research. Guesses. Okay. Yeah, they're still doing more research into all this, but Got that would be... moon all rusty. Can't have nothing nice. Yeah, right? So now that there is apparently rust on the moon. And and there's that. That's happening. That is kind of cool, though. Got a rusty moon. Mm. Got a rusty moon. Blue moon, new moon, rusty moon. Rusty moon. All these things are happening in the world. You don't want to see Rusty's moon. Um, 
Final story. You got a tech story How dare you. for you that seems appropriate to the Conquer Public, even though it's coming to us from India, a group of researchers in India. Okay. Where they also have palm trees with coconuts on them. Mm-hmm. And apparently, all that climbing up and down for the coconuts it was getting to be a bit much for them. And so they developed a robot that can climb trees. And the, 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 ex- the express purpose of the robot is to climb a tree, get a coconut. And bring it down, or get multiple coconuts. Actually, how adorable! Um, so yeah, and they, then they put a lime in that coconut and drink it all up. The the name of the ro- robot is Amaran, A M A R A N, Amaran, and it has a ring shaped body that claps clasps around the trees of varying diameters. It it is. It I can, was thinking, yeah, it can be changed. Spiderish. And it carries a control module, motor driver, a power management unit, a wireless communication interface, eight wheels, allow it to move up and down the tree, as well as rotate around the trunk. Mm, Better than me. And it is controlled by a person on the ground who can use an app or a joystick to guide the robot's movements. And once it approaches the target, an attached controller unit wields a robotic arm with four degrees of freedom to snip the coconut bunch as a safety feature, if Almiron's body main battery dies, a backup unit kicks in, helping the robot return to the ground. I wish I had that, too. That is so cool. So I want one. Christmas is coming up. Yeah. So it is, uh, unfortunately, still just uh, in its, you know, the prototype, prototype. stage. Mm. Godspeed, Amaran. Uh, it is slow moving. Uh, it it fine. basically takes double the time a human takes to do it. But on the other hand... Um, I don't have to do it. Yeah, a human doesn't have to do it, and it can keep going. Yeah. Right? Like a human does one, and maybe they're like, ah, that's enough for me. That's all this I one, needed. This one can keep going and do more and more, although, I mean, unless you have a coconut farm, that's not really an issue, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you just need some coconuts from your backyard, for that, that, one, that one tree is probably enough. But so there you go. Thank you, Amaranth. I, I can't wait to see this, the trees in the beautiful Key West covered in... Um, coconut picking robots. <laughs> that could be, you know, people are like, they have that whole uh, reimagine Key West thing going. Mm-hmm. That could be, we could just ha- turn the entire island into a coconut farm. And, and just day and night, the robots are. The robot, we have just robots climbing up and down the trees, bringing down the coconuts, selling them on the open market. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then everybody in Key West, just like in Alaska, where everybody gets a cut of the oil. Everybody in Key West gets a cut of the coconuts sales, exports. I want my coconut cut. Uh, I my cocoa cut. Cocoa co- co- cuts. <laughs> we can call them cocoa cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuckoo for cocoa cuts. <laughs> 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 yeah. On that note, we are going to take a break, a uh, musical break, and when we come back, oh, no, that's it. That's the show. Yeah. That's the I'm, end of the science section. I, well, J.D. will be back. Lisa's out. I'm out. Right, we're all out. <laughs> 